Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast. Andrea Earhart here, muralist, adventurer, and your host as I interview inspiring artists who are killing it in the art game to show you that it's completely possible to make a great living doing the thing you love to do. We highlight the business side of art to help you reach more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creative freedom. (laughs) Enjoy the show. This episode is sponsored by the Mural Master Program inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership. This program is specifically designed to help you with every step of the mural process. From coming up with an idea, to finding a wall to paint it on, to pitching your ideas to businesses, and finally, of course, I teach you exactly how to paint large scale. Murals are a lot of fun and a great way to grow your art business. I know because it has been one of the top ways that I've been able to grow my own art business as quickly as I have. With several years of experience as a muralist, I've dialed down the painting techniques, the proposals, the pitching, the whole bit. And now I've compiled it into one resource for you called the Mural Master Program. This is included inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, and I would love to invite you to join us by going to artistacademy.co, that is artistacademy.co, and click the link to see the Mural Master Program and learn more. And that's it. So let's get on with the show. This week's episode features Utah-based surrealist and mom of three, Megan Moyai. TikTok brings people together. I first found Megan while scrolling the FYP, <laughs> the For You page on everyone's favorite video platform, and was immediately drawn to her art style and overall fun presence. If you're one of those who still thinks that TikTok is just for kids, let me share this fun fact with you. Megan gets 90% of her sales from TikTok. What? (laughs) And before you go thinking that you need to be a multi-million TikTok sensation for that to happen, Megan has less than 100,000 followers. It's possible, people. (laughs) What she does have is consistency, really great art, and fun videos. And I want you to ask yourself, do you have that? Is that something that you're capable of? Yes, you're probably capable of creating fun videos, you already have great art, and you're capable of being consistent. And that's what it takes on the TikTok platform. So keep listening as Megan shares her tips for getting sales on social media, and also just a quick reminder to have fun with it. And let me know what you think about this week's episode with Megan Moyai. If you could just start by sharing a little bit about who you are, where you live, and how you got into this art world. Yeah, absolutely. I'm Megan Moyai. I am based in Salt Lake City, Utah, and I have been painting, I guess just doing art my entire life. I started by watching Bob Ross tutorials when I was younger. I loved him and I just felt like such a fascination with it. And I guess I was like a lot of people where I just didn't think it was a plausible career choice. And so I never gave it a second choice or second, 
thought. And so I went to college for something else. And then sooner or later, I was married and with kids. And um, I just really, I don't know, I just have fallen in love with it again, all over. And I, I guess my paintings are more surrealism. I love vibrant colors. I love the moon. I love nature. And I love paintings that are about female empowerment. And um, yeah, basically that summarizes me. I love it. Um, And as you're talking, I'm like, man, I need to ask people on this podcast who aren't like me, you know, (laughs) because I'm like, because if you're drawn to people like you, and I'm like, you're saying you like surrealism and color and women empowerment and all that. And I'm like, Ah oh, man, like this is just, I mean, it's amazing because you're actually, I was explaining kind of your art to my husband. I'm like, she's kind of like me, but like black hair and, a t- and with a sleeve. Like, <laughs> I know I found you from your mur- murals because I, w- I love murals. I love doing murals too, obviously. And I was like, look at this butterfly mural. And that's where I found your podcast. But I'm like, she is like me. So I thought the yeah. same thing too. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. So what did you study in college? What, 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 what was the plan? before art I didn't have a plan I um I just I've always been not that great at school I just don't learn that way I'm so visual and so I always struggled in school and so I went to college I never got a degree I could not figure out what I wanted to do I I went to college to cheer basically so I I was a cheerleader at the University of Utah and which was amazing and that's where I met my husband and everything um and, but I, I dropped out cause I was so sick of spending all this money and not knowing what I wanted to do and not having any real passion for it. And I'm like, I, you know, I'm just going to take a break and I'm very happy I did for now, you know, cause I, I just, I don't know. I could, I, I mean, I just don't know what I wanted to do and I wasn't ready at that point, which is fine. Yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of people too are, you know, in, in their early twenties and they're like, do I want to do art? Do I want to do architecture? Do yeah. I want to, do I want to be a hairstylist? I don't know. Yeah. It's so funny that we have to choose what we want to do. Like our society expects us to choose that before we even know who we are. Like, I don't, I don't even think I knew who I was until I was maybe like 28 or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so true. It's, it's so true. Some people do and that's totally fine, but I was not like that at all. And so, yeah. yeah, I, um, I, I, um, I'm a stay at home mom too. So I, I don't think I really even would have ever considered being able to be an artist unless I was a stay at home mom, because I think I would have gotten caught up in the busyness and craziness of life. And I being home with my kids, I was able to really sit down and discover what makes me happy and what I want to do because life is so short to not do what you want to do and what you love yeah and so yeah yeah okay so you've been doing art for how long now so you're you're, you do it mostly at home when the kids are asleep or at school or yeah so I so I have I've been a stay-at-home mom for five or six years I have a five-year-old girl and I have twins that are three oh you have twins and there's oh my god yeah And they're, they're a handful and they're special needs too. And so I am dealing a lot with like, we go to therapy, we, they have, um, really bad social anxiety. And so we, we go to a bunch of therapies for them and it's a lot of work and it's very overwhelming and, but it's so fun too. But I, 
I decided that I needed an outlet and art has always been my outlet. And I decided to make time for it just last year, about a year ago, I decided just to start making time for it. And I was watching people on Instagram and, you know, social media and seeing these other stay at home moms that were able to do this and be successful. And my husband was like, you know what, like you need to just, you need to dive in head first and do this. You know, we will be here supporting you. And, you know, this is something you can totally do. And so I really have only been full time about a year. Well, it was last July and I have not looked back since it's been pretty amazing. So, yeah. That's awesome. And it's just community, or not community, but uh, family support is huge. Like, I mean, huge. Just to have that support from your husband, it's like, uh, that's everything. That's awesome. Yeah. I couldn't have done it without him. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you sell on Etsy, is that right, mostly? Yeah. I So prints, I sell through Etsy. Commissions, I just do mostly through email and just okay. Instagram. Are they finding you on, yeah, on Instagram? Are people finding you on TikTok at all? No, TikTok is like probably 90, uh, 95% of where I get just oh. prints and commissions. Oh, I and love I have that. To, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, seriously, I've blown, I've, I've been so lucky. I have been so successful through TikTok. I, everyone who orders a print, I see in the notes, like I found you through TikTok or commission. I saw you on TikTok. I want to know about this, this, and this. And so, yeah, which is, it's great but at the same time like you get really scared when tiktok is going to be taking the taken away because that's where a big source of my traffic comes from and it's taught me not to put all of my eggs in one basket but at the same time it's so hard like you don't get you can't reach that grand of an audience anywhere else like you do on tiktok yeah even paying it's just yeah, there's so, nothing that compares to TikTok. Like in my mind, with with just uh, organic reach, it really like puts. If you have a good video, and who's to say what a good video is? Or like, it's so funny to me. Like, I, I'll, I'll put up a video, and I'm like, this one's gonna be great, and it gets like not very many views, and then I'm like, I just throw one on, and that one gets a, a million or something like that, and I'm like, what? don't you hate that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but at least it does because like going on Instagram I'm like capped in my mind of what views I can get like 10,000 is like a ton for me on Instagram and on TikTok it's like okay yeah that's a decent video you know and I I am still in completely denial about TikTok being banned I just I don't think it's gonna be banned I think Microsoft's gonna buy it and I think we're gonna be fine but I think people on TikTok love to like dramatize it a little bit but hopefully oh yeah hopefully that's what what happens oh totally people are attracted to the drama and so <laughs> totally I don't think it'll be banned either I think it would be a very long process if it were to be banned so yeah I think for now I'm hoping I'm crossing my fingers yeah people would like riot <laughs> another riot this year uh-huh that's <laughs> we don't need any more yeah exactly <laughs> so uh what makes up your typical work day what do you how do you do it being a mom with twins because I don't I, I don't know if you know this but I've always said I'm like I want twins for my second I want I want twins I want twins <laughs> like I'm gonna manifest it so it'll happen and so what is your life like with oh twins? my gosh <laughs> Everyone tells me that, and I'm like, I never wanted twins. It's just, but they're they're so fun. Yeah, my typical workday varies. It goes off of completely what my kids are doing. I I definitely I wake up early every day before my kids, and that's when I email people back. 
I do, I print off my prints, I do my orders and get that all ready. And then my kids start waking up and then I do mom mode where I try to clean the house most of the time. I, I get them situated and then, um, they, they nap still. And so naps during their naps is when I paint. So I, I get anywhere between like an hour of painting a day to when my husband's home and helping, I, I can paint all day. So it honestly just depends. Sometimes I don't get anything done and I'm learning to be patient with myself and understand that that's okay. You know, sometimes you don't get anything done and that's okay. And tomorrow's a new day, but yeah, that, that pretty much is the basic of what happens though. Yeah. Just kind of a little bit of here, there and everywhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something yeah. to look forward to. Okay. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. Um, but it's fun. I'm sure. Um, do your, are your kids interested in painting at all? Are they artistic? Yeah. Well, I, my daughter loves painting. She's at that age where she's, she loves it and she can be messy and she knows not to be a disaster. My twins are just like, Oh, paint my hands. Let's go grab the walls and touch everything. (laughs) I have one twin that, um, is very fascinated with coloring. And he, my mom tells me he does what I used to do when I was little and just like sit and like stare at a paper and look at the details and like be fascinated and fixated on it, you know, for a very, very, very long time. So one of my twins does that. So I'm thinking that he will love art. So I don't know. We'll see. I hope they do. Yeah. I hope they do too. That would be awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, Actually, pull your hair back on this side real oh. quick, just because I think it. I think it was. There we go. There we go. Much better. Awesome. <laughs> my, mine does the same thing. I have to put mine on I my, know. Like, my left side. <laughs> it sneaks forward. Yeah. <laughs> no, no big deal. Um, so, can you talk us through your painting process? You do surrealism, and which is a style that I love as well. And so, did these ideas just kind of come to you? Do you sketch them out first? Can you talk us through your painting process? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it. I used to kind of just wing it, and. And now I, I kind of, especially with my commissions, I, I will go to Pinterest. Pinterest is a huge inspiration for me um, and just kind of get the creative juices flowing, you know. And then I will use my iPad and kind of do like a digital sketch of it with adding kind of stick uh, other pictures and just to kind of get a color reference. And then I will grid it and then start painting it. And I've noticed that the more I prepare for a painting, the less long it takes to, because otherwise I'm like, I, I'm like, oh, this doesn't look right. I got to paint over it and do something different. And I've noticed the more I prepare, the quicker the painting goes. But also to realize that like, it's okay to let go of a plan and to be open to trying new things too. And so, um, yeah. Yeah. A, a little bit of everything. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, I used to go with that thing too where like I would just like paint and just it would come to me as I paint and then recently I've been like laying it out in different ways and I'm like man I'm really glad I laid it out because I didn't like the first idea at all and then I'm doing the, doing like this but yeah I think it's just like the the brain of a creative you're like I'm just gonna have it like go in a whim and I'm gonna figure it out as I go yeah <laughs> and it's good to have both yeah because if you're so fixated on the details I think you lose your creativity and that's happened it kind of cripples you and so it's being open to doing both, you know? Yeah. So is there anything you don't like to paint without? Yeah, I I don't like painting without any type of audio, like music, 
books on tape, podcasts. I listen to your podcast a lot while I'm painting. Oh, <laughs> my time, my time's so valuable, and I never went to school for art, and I so I'm just trying to like absorb as much information as possible while I'm painting, and just trying to learn because I I feel like I'm pretty behind with knowing everything, especially about registering your art business and all the business side of it, and so. I have to have something in the background where it's like helping me learn and now yeah. I can't do it, do without it. So yeah. Same. Me too. And I just feel like I'm, I'm a big multitasker and that's kind of like a way to, to multitask to do like you can just paint or you can paint and, you know, listen to an audiobook and be learning about like, I, I do the same thing that you do too, just about online marketing. I feel like we all you know, are in that same boat of like feeling behind because there's so much to know, even, even if you go to college for it afterwards, like in college, they don't teach you the business side at all. And even if you so people who have gone to college are like, wait, I have to learn about taxes. <laughs> I have to learn about this. And yeah. yeah, I feel like we're all in that same boat of just like feeling behind and just wanting to learn more and more. Yeah. Luckily, there's so much free information out there. Anything you want to learn, you can pull it up on YouTube and learn. And so it's just taking advantage of all those resources, you know? Yeah, and finding the good ones, too. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like on, on YouTube, I'll go around it. I'm like, I'll just, just to try to find like a cloud tutorial. Oh, there we go. <laughs> um, just to try to find like a cloud tutorial. And it's just like there's so many Sorry. There. It's okay. <laughs> there we go. I think it just takes a second to catch yeah. up to it. Oh, there we go. Okay, I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, it's like t- technology works when it works. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah, so sometimes I'll get like calls that come in or is, is that what No, I thought I muted them. Yeah. I like, know. Oh, I get so many telemarketer calls and it's so <laughs> annoying. I'm like, oh, this, of course this is going to happen right on, when I'm on live. But, yeah. <laughs> of course. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, I know it, whenever I put my like do, do not disturb on, I will still get calls and I'm not sure why. Isn't I know. I thought that was going to work, but I guess it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I need to figure out a better way to do this. But for now, like going live is, I don't know. I need to figure no, out. No, it works. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um, what were we talking about? I forget. Um, of resources on the internet and finding uh, <laughs> on YouTube. Yeah. There's so many people and so many YouTube people. Have you heard of Mural Joe since, since you've been yes. on YouTube? Yeah. I listened to your podcast. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's such a big, a big time on YouTube. He's so good at what he does just with the, the mural tutorials and all of this stuff. He's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I know I had never heard of him until oh. I heard him on your podcast and I was watching his stuff and he's, yeah, he's very educational. I love him. Yeah. Bad I rem- good stuff. I remember whenever it was like three years ago or so and I was telling my husband, I'm like, I want to start creating video. I want to cry and start creating like maybe YouTube videos or something like that. And we got on YouTube and we saw him and he was like, S- someone's already doing that and eh, find something else. And I was like, what? <laughs> no, but it was, it was his and he was like so good at it. I was like, it like actually deterred me from doing it for a second. And I think that's a thing too online where you, you go on and you see someone who's kind of like you doing the thing that you want to do. And it's like, oh, that's already being done. I can't do it. And it's like, no, <laughs> you can't. I know. You can still do that's it. so hard. Yeah. It's, it's a- so hard knowing that there's enough to go around for everybody. And yeah. I think that's something artists especially have a hard time with. 
Yeah, there is. There's enough, you know? (laughs) Exactly. And like, and people are very like drawn to people like them. Like I was drawn to you and stuff like that. And I'm sure people are drawn to Mural Joe or me or you, you know, on in for different things. Yeah. Um, But yeah, a little side note there. So are there any art lessons you've learned the hard way? Yes, many. (laughs) Um, I think, I think the biggest one is time management. And for me, at least being realistic with I have kids and I, I have all these other things I need to do. And I like to look at a project and think I can get this done in this amount of time. And I would like to, but that's not realistic. You know, things come up all the time. And so I think planning longer than what I initially think is a big one. And being realistic with my time has been a big learning process for me because I like to be optimistic, but sometimes you got to be realistic, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I think everybody can relate to that one too. There's so many things where I'm like, I'll get that done in a day. No, it's like on day three, I'm finally putting on the finishing touches and I'm like sweating because it took too long. (laughs) Now I'm like you, now I don't even have kids yet. (laughs) And it still happens like that. Yeah, no, I'm sure. I think you get better at it when you have kids. You're more used to juggling a million things, but it's still just so much going on. And so... Yeah, you learn. <laughs> yeah, L- live and learn. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite past project? Yeah, um, I I have a painting called Succulent Goddess, and it's just this woman with a pink moon behind her and succulents all around the moon. And one of my favorite projects I just did a few, uh, last year I designed my daughter's room after that painting. And so I painted a big mural on her back wall with all these succulents and this big pink moon and then redid everything around that painting. Um, And that was super fun to do. And now every time we go in it, we just love going in there um, because it's just that painting just in a whole room. And that was super fun to do. Um, Hopefully, I don't even know if she understands like, or even appreciates it, but because she'll probably want to paint over it when she's a teenager. But for now, it's just, it's a really cool, I, I'm very proud of it. Um, another one I am proud of, I I um, just did a painting for this hairdresser, this Edward Scissorhands painting, which I'm very proud of. It was, it's like one of my most favorite paintings ever. Um, but yeah, the, pretty much, those two are probably my two favorites. Yeah. And as I was asking you that question, I was like, I bet I already know because I follow you on TikTok and I know you've mentioned that uh, that Edward Scissorhands one and it's like a female version, right? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Very cool. And so it's funny that I already was thinking of one when I was asking you that question because I follow you on TikTok. So I feel like I kind of know you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So these questions, I was just thinking too, uh, while I have you on here, um, let's talk about just TikTok for a second and just ways to do well. Always love talking about TikTok. <laughs> Me too. Let's <laughs> talk about ways to do well on it because I think, you know, I think a lot of people heard you say that you were doing really well on it and you're getting 90% of your commissions from it. And they're like, wait, 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 should I try TikTok out? Or if they are on TikTok already, how can they do it better? What are some of the things that you think has helped you um, just do well on TikTok? Or yeah, we'll start with that. Yeah, um, I think I I like incorporating myself in videos too because I think a lot of people... They, they want to know who they're buying from. 
And I think if they relate to you, they're more likely to want to buy something from you. And so I try to put a lot of about me on there. Um, my, I, I, I like to do a little bit of everything too, because you know how there's always trends going on. So I like to hop on the trends just as quickly as possible and kind of do your own art twist to it, but then also add like other painting videos too. So do a little bit of everything and you kind of figure out what works for you. What's funny. So I, I haven't had any of my art videos get over a million views and none of them. I, I had one, I, when I first downloaded TikTok, I posted a few cheer videos and I had one go viral and it got like almost 2 million views, Oh wow! but that's the only video I have gotten that has gotten over a million views. Other, my other videos, I think the most was like 750,000, which is still a lot, but like I, I'm, I'm thinking the difference what is helping me still is I'm consistent. I I like to do a little bit of everything and I think just showing up for your audience, I guess. But I just like you don't have to go viral to be successful on TikTok, you know? You don't have to have all these videos that get over a million views because I haven't and I I'm still successful. I think pretty successful. I'm very I'm like I'm pretty proud of how far I've come on there, but um I think so too, yeah. just because uh, my account is pretty big right now, and I don't get hardly any from TikTok. <laughs> and your account is a bit smaller than mine, but you're killing it, like on TikTok. Yeah, and so it makes me frustrated with Instagram because I was trying so hard and I could, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I think also showing people, okay, this is what I have. These are these are the supply or these are the things I have for you to buy. I guess in a way, like this is what I have to offer and this is where you can get it. And this is what you can do to get it. I try to make that very clear to my, my audience too. Um, on TikTok. Yeah. On TikTok. Okay. Th- um, through, through your videos. That, that's a good idea. Yeah. Like if you, if you like my art, this is what I have. You should go to the link in my bio. Um, hmm. I have noticed that helps too. Cause I get a lot of questions of like, do you sell your art? Do you do this? And so, <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of just showing people, yeah, this is what I have to offer. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still learning. Sometimes I don't feel like I'm that great at TikTok because I see these other accounts and they're just, I don't know. So I guess it's just a learning process. Yeah. Okay. I like how just direct that is too, because a lot of us, you know, will like show some videos of our art and all this, that, but just literally directly saying, Hey, here's my art. If you like it and you want to buy it, go to this link in my, in my profile. And you can. And I think a lot of people are scared to be that direct or we don't even think about it. Sometimes that you think about, Oh, they'll find my artists, uh, my, my website. And then they'll, they'll eventually find where to go to get prints. Um, but just like stating it right there, there's nothing wrong with that, you know, and and especially if people are interested and if you're, have you have people commenting, they're interested. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Kids are so funny on there. They're just, and and I'm sure you get a lot of like, Hey, can you, can I have it for free or whatever? Yeah. All the time. (laughs) And I don't mind, but I just like, it's good to show people like, hey, this is like the right way to ask someone for their service, you know, but they don't know any different. I didn't know any better. I probably would have been commenting the same thing. Like, oh, that's cool. I want that. So (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah. As, as a kid, yeah, we're all so dumb as kids. I know (laughs) we are. It's like, you got to give them a pass. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Do you get any kind of hate on TikTok? 
Yeah, every now and then I do. Yeah. I don't. I think it, if I was a teenager, it would have destroyed me. But now yeah. it's like I. I think a lot of times people hate because they want you to make a video about it and they want to kind of get recognition that way. I've had a few people do that. You could tell and then they'll delete their comment. Um, but yeah, I, I think, Hey, as long as it's bringing traction to the video, exactly. um, you yeah. know, it's, it's okay. A lot of, they don't know me. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, you don't know me. It's okay. I'm not going to get offended. Good. I'm, I'm glad that you have that because a, a lot of people on there, um, struggle with it a little bit at first at any way. And yeah, I'm the, I'm the same with you. I'm like, you're just a dumb kid. And like, I say yeah. that the best way though. And it's just, you don't know any better and you are none. You're, it doesn't matter. You know? Yeah, but exactly. Like you, if I was a middle schooler, I'd be like, why did they say that about me? <laughs> I know it makes me feel bad for the younger kids that have to deal with that. Cause some kids are mean out there. And yeah. so I think, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Um, have so what what are your best videos that have done really well so like if we were to like dissect a video that would do really well and so somebody's wanting to know what their first video to post would be what's what's a video of yours that has done really well um i had one the only one that has done really well like between of over 500,000 was this dumb one that <laughs> was super short and it was just it's me sitting there saying you know that's like um it's me sitting there saying you know when you post a time-lapse video knowing that it's probably not going to get any views and it's the I am ready to get hurt again you know, I'm going to post it anyway. So that one did really well. It's like seven seconds long. I did not, it was super quick to film. I didn't think it was going to do well. That one did really well. Um, my daughter's, you know, it's in that one. So I've been trying to do short videos because I, I think that doing short, it catches people's attention and they're more likely to watch the whole thing through. But my longest video is my second best video I've done is redoing my daughter's room and it's a minute long and that has almost 500,000 views and that has done really really well and so now I'm trying to explore with doing really long videos too where I'm have the voiceover and explaining what I'm doing because I think people enjoy the process and what goes on in the artist's mind of what you're doing um so I'm kind of trying to play around with that too and kind of doing a little of both like short videos and long and informative videos so we're going to explore and see, I guess. Awesome. I love that. That's, that explains TikTok so well too. It's like, I think short videos will work, but then again, a long video did really well. And then this worked and then, but this did it. And it's just, there's, it's so hard to find the formula for a good TikTok video. I know. Yeah. I just treat every video like it's like a little mini advertisement for me, you know, like I really do. Cause it, it just, I, I think that it, it has a potential to bring so much traffic in. So you got to just treat it like, okay, well, what do I want to do this time? And it's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Yeah. It's just, it's free advertising is what I look at all of this as like Instagram, TikTok, all of it. It's free. Why not use it? <laughs> I know. And I feel so dumb filming videos and <laughs> I know 
I'm like, I feel like I'm wasting my time and then it pays off in the end. And so I'm like, I got to just make time for it every week and just do it. Even if I feel dumb, but yeah, yeah, it pays off. There's some videos, like I'll I'll reuse a lot of my TikTok videos and put them on Instagram. And then there's some, I'm like, nah, you're staying on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm a different person on TikTok than Instagram. So only certain people can see that. Yeah, no, I agree. (laughs) That's amazing. Okay. Uh, so what are your future art plans and goals? What, what's going on right now? What are you working towards? What's what's happening in the life? Yeah. So because I didn't go to art school for I would love to, when I have more time to go to take an online art school, you know, something where I can broaden my horizon and I would love to learn how to use a different medium. I'd love to learn how to use oils because I think they're just so beautiful. The paintings made with them are beautiful. And so I would love to learn that. And just when I have time, I'd love to take a class or go to a school for it. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I love so, that. No, no in plan. No, because with COVID, everything is just crazy right now. But that's something I would eventually love to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's something yeah. specific. Yeah, because there's... There's so many things to learn, you know, like why you could do oils or watercolors or all this, all these different techniques. Personally, I hate oils just because they take so long to dry. But, yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, but some people try oils for the first time and never go back and it's like their thing. Yeah, so, I know. So I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have one more question. It's our last one on here and I will let you get back to your day. But is there any advice that you want to give to artists who want to make art their full-time career but have no idea where to even start? Yeah. Um, I'd say just start small and do, even if you can only do one little thing a day, just do it. And I, I honestly, like if I can do it, anyone can do it because I you know, time's crazy and to my time's limited. And I, I think a lot of times artists feel overwhelmed looking at the whole picture of what everything I need to do. And you just start small and just make it a goal to do one little thing a day that works towards your goal over the, when you look back, like it'll be a big thing altogether. Um, Cause I mean, I have people write out to me all the time asking like, how do you do it? Or how, how did you start? Um, like, do you have any advice? And I'm too scared to start. And honestly, just whatever you do, don't be stagnant. Just keep going. You know, even if it's something small, you can just accomplish, do a little thing a day, you know, and just, I, I just say never be stagnant. That's my biggest tip, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I love that too. And a lot of people think that they need to move a hundred miles an hour. Like I, I do. <laughs> like I, I always think that and I'm like, okay, so I'm going to just do like one little thing today and then maybe tomorrow I'll do a lot. But maybe if today, yeah. if I'm just feeling not really in it, I'll just do one little thing. And so I love that advice too. Cause yeah. especially for, for any artist starting, starting their week out there on this Tuesday and they want to, you know, uh, COVID has basically just going to put everybody in like a, stay at home, lazy slump. And I totally get it. <laughs> but just doing one thing will lead to other things and just keep Oh, keep yeah. Going. Yeah, absolutely. It's so easy to get uh, just caught up in just feeling down, especially with everything going on. But if you're in, if you love it, and if you're passionate about it, you you need to make time for it, I think, yeah. you know, yeah. And 
I, I always say to people, um, being a full-time artist is just painting whenever you don't want to. <laughs> like yeah. being, being a hobby artist, you're doing it whenever it feels good and whenever, but like being full-time, sometimes I don't want to paint rocks even, yeah. but I do anyway. And it's not it's discipline. Bad. Yes. Yeah. It takes a lot of discipline. You got to kind of train your mind to, and make a schedule, you know, and stick with it. And so, yeah, it's, it, it pays off in the long run, you know, just start small. Yeah. And it'll make a difference. For sure. We should do a, like a TikTok uh, video together. I don't know how. Yes. <laughs> just we should. Yeah. <laughs> I am always down for a collab. So let me know and I'll be there. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll be thinking today and I'll hopefully let you know of something by the end of the day or, yes. or if you can think of anything, any kind of trend we can hop on or something. Okay. <laughs> I'll think I'm so bad at that, but I'll be thinking. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're, we're going to do it. Let's aim to do it this week. And okay. Yeah. I'm down. <laughs> okay. Cool. So, Sounds great. Well, it's been really awesome getting to know you. I'm so excited that TikTok has brought us together. <laughs> now we're internet Thanks friends. Thanks to you. Seriously, thank you so much. I, yeah. I love your podcast. I listen to it all the time, and I think you give the greatest advice. So I really appreciate you having me. It has been surreal. So thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for saying all of that. It really just gives me more motivation to keep going with this stuff. Yeah. Oh, don't stop ever. Okay. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> okay. Awesome. All right. Well, I hope you have a great day and let's keep in touch and I'll talk to you later. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for having me. Yep. Bye. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by the Mural Master Program inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership. This program is specifically designed to help you with every step of the mural process. From coming up with an idea, to finding a wall to paint it on, to pitching your ideas to businesses, and finally, of course, I teach you exactly how to paint large scale. Murals are a lot of fun and a great way to grow your art business. I know because it has been one of the top ways that I've been able to grow my own art business as quickly as I have. With several years of experience as a muralist, I've dialed down the painting techniques, the proposals, the pitching, the whole bit. And now I've compiled it into one resource for you called the Mural Master Program. This is included inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, and I would love to invite you to join us by going to artistacademy.co, that is artistacademy.co, and click the link to see the Mural Master Program and learn more. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. If you review our podcast and send a screenshot of that review to me on Instagram, I am art by Andrea Earhart. I will gladly share your art on my Instagram story with a reach of over 60,000 as a thank you for helping us grow this Artist Academy community. And speaking of community, if you would like to be a part of our absolutely free and very encouraging community on social media, just head over to facebook.com slash groups slash Artist Academy, and I will see you next week.